And on this week's episode of Everyday Inspirational Podcast, we have the lovely Naz, who is originally a complementary therapist and reflexologist and has recently trained in zone therapy facial. Her story is about how one major decision changed her whole life. So welcome Naz to the inspirational Everyday Inspirational Podcast and can you tell our listeners um, a little bit about yourself, where you're from and what you do? Thank you Samantha for having me uh, on. Uh, it's a pleasure to speak to you today. Um, my name is Nassim and I'm originally from a little town called Blackburn, Lancashire. That's where I was born and bred. And, uh, um, just prodding on, working ways. My life is very, very, what, what's the word for it? Straightforward. You know, there were no ups and downs, you know. Um, got on with life, went to school. We did kind of, you know, our education, but I have to say the education wasn't too uh, strict in our house. You know, parents are from Pakistan and it was fine if the girl didn't do much education. She's only going to get married and, and get on. It's one of the mentalities like that. And what is it that you do? Well, as I do, um, I, right now, at the present, I'm a complementary therapist. I'm a reflexologist based in Edinburgh now. Um, I've been here for 17 years. And uh, just want to talk a little bit about what brought me to Edinburgh. And this is your inspirational story. Yes, uh, I, I find it inspirational, but... Um, I have to say, I didn't find inspiration at the time, but people tell me when I uh, tell me. But uh, for me, I just got on with it. That that was part of life, and I just got on with it. Um, it was a big change in my life in uh, um, 2003. Um, it's we had a lovely marriage, and then all of a sudden we just parted, and and I thought I love Edinburgh. I used to come to visit Edinburgh and. Um, my sister got married here and I said, oh, one day I'm going to move here. So I just found that the best opportunity was um, to move to Edinburgh and start all over again. Because it's a small town, everybody knew each other. Everywhere I went, people wanted to know what happened with the marriage because we had a good marriage. But I didn't want to explain anymore. So I moved up to Edinburgh. I, it was one of those moves which um, I thought... Um, a summer house and easy as that because that was uh, yeah you can sell the house you can move Edinburgh if you want this is my husband at the time but obviously he didn't know what kind of character I was because he married a lady who had no left to school at 16 got married had three children quite happy to be a housewife bit of a part-time work here where he was escalating in his education and his career and I was quite happy uh, to, to, to do this but when I mentioned I wanted to move away but he just thought she's never going to move away which I did and I moved to Edinburgh and um, the house didn't sell because complications there he didn't want me to move and wanted me to stay there so I came up to Edinburgh and that time I had an HND in holistic therapies in, in, in uh, Blackburn, Lancashire and uh, the child, the youngest, had gone to school full time and I thought, why not do something, I've got time. And uh, so I came up here and had three children and uh, wanted to just rent something at the time and 
uh, before the house was sold and whatever and I uh, walked into a careers advisor and I said I've got holistic therapies uh, a diploma and I like to work with people I love working with people and and she just said do you want to do uh, BSc complementary therapies I said oh do I get a chance could I get in well yeah I think you should so that was me so found myself a part-time work got myself a rented uh, um, a place with three children so I just got on with it you know uh, dropping school off, children, picking them up, part-time work, full-time uni. Just got on with it. And uh, um, So this, you were on your own at this time? So at this you point, I was on my own. So you were yeah. a single mum? I was a single mum at that time, yeah. yeah. You travelled all the way up? All the way up, put everything in my boots, and uh, I thought I'll get the rest of the stuff later on. And uh, um, just to condense the story, it was just the fact it was a bit of a battle to stay here. But apparently, because if you move from Carlisle, you're, you're past the jurisdiction area. So my ex, at the time it was my husband, has put this court order on me to say that I've taken the children away, literally kidnapped them. This is what he was saying. So it was a big battle where I was, had to get a solicitor from uh, Scotland. Um, I mean, so from England because it, because he filed it first, so I had to get one. So I'm there on the train, going up and down, getting trying to get this sorted out to stay in Edinburgh. Finally, uh, the judge made her mind up and said, "No, she can stay in Edinburgh." Although I was no certainty that I was going to stay in Edinburgh, that I was I had to pack everything up and go back to my Lancashire town. But I took a risk. I said, no, I'm going to stay normal. I'm going to go to uni. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to, kids are going to be in school. And uh, yes, it took about a year and a half for me to actually say, yes, she can stay now in Edinburgh. So, so life started to begin um, just at that time because uh, um, I knew now I am on my own. And I knew there's one thing I remember when the police came knocking at my door and my car was parked outside and I hadn't realized I've not renewed the road tax because my husband always done that. And they were knocking at it, it was Christmas time, I remember this, and I had some friends over and we were all sleeping on the floor and this bang, 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 I said, and then where I said, is that your car out there? I said, yes, it's my car. Do you know you're two months out of road tax? And I just went, my face just dropped. And, and I think the police knew, but she's no idea this one, you know. And I said, I sat down and I said, time to grow up. And I said, you need to do everything now, you know. And I thought, right. So that's the thing. I think I did my growing up time in Edinburgh. And I had to be the independent lady, a mother, uh, career, you know, and... Uh, and I met fabulous people, some including yourself, I have to say. Uh, in this journey, I, uh, I've got myself, a, uh, there's a lecturer, and I've not mentioned his name, he might, uh, but he was a homeopathy physician, a lecturer in uni. And uh, he just took a nice liking to me and said, oh, you know, I don't know much about Asian culture. Is it okay to talk to you? He said, yeah, I'm not an alien. Of course you can speak to me, you know. <laughs> so he'd speak to me and um, we'd discuss about children and, and he'd guide me, you know, because children were really, really, also intelligent children. And uh, so he guided me, to, you know, what 
vegetarian career-wise. And uh, I'd come home and I said, you know what, I met this lecturer and he was saying to me, you know, go into medicine, do this, and you'll get a job at the end and what, whatever. And, uh, and I finally graduated in 2006 and I did my placements with the Ming-Ching Clinics and uh, she said, listen, just work here once you graduate, just work here. So I've been at Ming-Ching Clinics for, I would say about 13 years, 13, 14 years at Ming-Ching Clinics. And uh, then I also had my part-time job because I just didn't have that courage to stop everything and go full-time complementary therapies because I still had you know, the children, I'm, I'm single and I know the ways to kind of uh, back, back me up on. And so uh, I did part-time Ming-Ching Clinic, part-time work, and it worked absolutely fabulous, the fact I could pick the children up and, drop, and uh, bring them home as well and drop them off. And that way, you know, the children were left on their own devices, you know, and I was really strict on that, uh, to, to know that, you know, they had a structure in their life. So they, that did really well. And um, I look back and I just think to myself, you know, uh, when my divorce came through, I got myself a little house. Actually, I got one before that. This is another funny story, I have to tell you. I just walked into a mortgage broker. I said, do part-time work. I do that. Get me a mortgage. And he said, are you crazy? You've got not enough money. And I said, I don't care. You do it for me. You've got to tap that computer and you do it for me. And, and I got a mortgage. How strange was that, you know? And uh, so I got a mortgage, got myself a house, and uh, it wasn't in a great area, but I didn't care. It did the job. It had a three bedroom. It had it was like to like to the house I had in England. So I, I wasn't bothered about the area, but uh, stayed there a good two, three years, and the life just went by. You know, I never had any friends. I, mean, I had acquaintances, you know, when I was at uni, and I had acquaintances when I went to work. But I never formed a, a friendship, you know. I never went out for coffees, teas, you know, like, like my life's changed now. It was all focused on me, getting myself sorted, getting the children sorted. You know, I even gave up my bedroom because I promised the children that I would get a four-bedroom house so they can all have one each bedroom. And when I had this three-bedroom, because I'm worried, I thought we were getting four, but they're young. Don't get me wrong, they're, they're, they're not ungrateful. It's just the fat children, you know, they, they hear things. I said, all right, you, you all have a bedroom. I'll, live, I'll, I'll be in the living room, you know. And I, I've got myself in the living room. Uh, I'm on a sofa with no bedroom. Just because I thought, yeah, I did say that to the children. So they could, uh, but it was, uh, didn't work out because the girls were still arguing. And I just thought to myself, this is not working out. So they, one weekend, they went away to their dad and I get a tap at the door. Are you looking for beds? I've had beds. That's music to my ears. I said, You've got two single beds there. He goes, Yeah, I've got two single beds. I said, Right, that's it. I want two single beds. So I put two single beds into the bedroom and got myself my bedroom. And I rang the children up. I said, By the way, when you come back, you're both sharing. Because, Why are oh, you joking me? I said, Are you still arguing when you had your own bedrooms? And you might as well argue in the bedroom. And uh, the girls at uni said, oh, you're too nice. You need to get yourself a bedroom. And I said, right, I've got myself a bedroom now. Said, yeah, it really, I think we've had a fun time bringing children up because I had them very young. So we grew up together, especially the girls, you know, we just grew up together and, and did, did things together. So it, it was fab, fab, fabulous, you know, but you know, it's not that you, you, you go, you think, 
when you're in the situation, you just get on with it. You don't think, how am I going to do this? You know, because I think faith, having faith uh, and having the culture in me, I knew whatever's going to come to me is come to me and that it's not going to pass by me. You know, if something's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. You know, I mean, if you asked, if I was still married, I would have been married, but I don't think so. I would have been who I am. Yeah. I would have been a shadow of myself. I would have been someone's wife. And where are you now? And what is right it that you're now, doing with your I, Right now, I am in a nice place, in a sense, I can look back and say, you know, yes, I did risks, I took risks, and it's actually worked for me. So I'm now in a, in a place where I'm running my self-employed, do my own complementary therapies. I'm a reflexologist. I'm based in two places, Jan de Vries and Mingxing Clinic. Really nice both places, you know, the, the kind of work out there that it's all to do with health. And then I have a lovely place. Uh, there's a gym in Gullen. And uh, I have a nice, completely different clients there. We equally, you know, brings out sets my end of the week nicely. Because I drive up there and it's near the coastline and I drive there and I stop there. And uh, I, I just go in the morning. You know, even if I got client at 11 o'clock, I'll go early and I'll stop my car there and I just watch people with their, you know, kites and whatever, you know, and, and uh, um, do my work, come home. And, and I feel really quite blessed, you know. I just feel as though, yes, you know, um, financially, I don't know how I've done it. You know, yes, I became a landlady just because I had to get out of Craig Miller because it's a bit... Uh, a problem with one particular family uh, uh, with the racism, so I had to get out from there. So where I am now, you know, somebody says to me, it's a nice area, I said, I'll say I'm getting a house there, it's a nice area. I don't, and, and they said, How you, uh, what are you talking about? I said, never mind. You told me, what she said, actually, it's a posh area. I said, right, I'm going there, it's posh. <laughs> I said, I'm sick of hearing it, you know. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, just became... Uh, a landlady just like that you know because I, did, I didn't sell it. it wasn't somebody says to me don't sell it it's not right time to sell oh, mm-hmm. okay so yeah yeah it's been a big long journey but it's been a journey which I think I would never change because it's made me who I am I did get married again I have a little boy 10 year old boy but um, once I got married again it wasn't all about him yeah you know it's, sorry and so if you could give the listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? You know, go with your heart and don't fight if something's not happening. If you've started something and there's obstacles there all the time and you're saying, oh, I've done this, this has happened, what's going on? Why is it not happening for me? Just look back and just think and say, look, maybe this is not for me. You know, uh, don't fight it. I mean, once you think this might not be for me and start thinking of other things, what you can do, nine out of 10, the answer's sitting right in front of you because that is not, not for you, you know? So in my life now, if I'm doing something or I'm, in a relationship or have a friendship with somebody, if something has happened, it's happened for a reason. Yeah. 
you know, I, just don't fight it. I totally agree with that. And that is such amazing advice. And I just thank want you. to say thank you so, so much for being on our podcast. And you will find um, Nancy's information down below and be able to contact her if you need to. But I just want to finish by saying thank you for joining me and goodbye. And goodbye. And thank you. I hope I never bored you as well. <laughs>